episode 48 of Slam City, guys. It's Ray Moore right here, Mr. Mech in the studio on this hot and humid type of day. Um, when I stepped outside, you know, it's just really hot outside. And but thank God for air conditioning. Yeah, I know, right? We were in here with no air conditioning. We'd be dying in here right now. We were in here with no air conditioning. You'd be in here by yourself. I wouldn't, I'm not going <laughs> No or maybe do the show shirtless or something. Yeah, that's like, another sure. reason why I wouldn't be in here. <laughs> it's another great reason to leave. Look, my body's decent right now, but it ain't like the body where, where I want it to be. I at. don't want to talk about your body, dude. No, I don't, I'm just, I don't, I'm just like, saying. Because like, next you wanna, you're want you going to want to show somebody, and no, I don't want to be here no. for that part either. I'm saying I got shoulders, but I'm saying like that. This is getting so disturbing. <laughs> it's getting more and more disturbing. Can we talk about sports? Yeah, of course we'll talk about sports. We got a lot to discuss, of course. You got the NBA free agency, which turns out to be better than this regular season so far. How funny is that? How funny is that? And then you also got the NFL. Um, some interesting stuff about Eli Manning, him ranked 29th quarterback in the league out of this list of quarterbacks, which I don't understand. I think that's uh, yeah. somebody's off. Yeah, and also about the NFL 100 top 10, I mean 100, 100 players in 2017, that list. I'm going to check it out as well during the show. Um, so basically, I wanted to start more. We were actually discussing before the show about the big three league, how it's starting right now because the NBA season is over. It started like last Monday, and um, have I, you actually seen the game yet? I've seen clips of it on Twitter, like they're showing little sh- short clips of it. I DVR on my on my uh, cable box, but I still gotta watch it. But I, what I heard so far is that it's pretty good. Like the ratings have been good. Uh huh. Um, how's the product though? The product is. I think it's average. about what you'd expect. Yeah, but also that fact that Jason Williams is already injured already. <laughs> that's how you gotta know. There's gonna be a lot. I think the most healthiest team in the league is probably gonna be the one. The that one that wins, yeah, right? Most likely. So it's like it's a lot of work. I mean, it's gonna take time. For for what I know though, is that if um if they promote it well and they have more players like Kobe or if if they have Kobe, I'm the only people who come back just to play like in this little league. Kobe is not coming back. This is something, everybody. This is something that we discussed off off camera. But he's I mean, coming uh, back. Uh, say what? He's coming back. He's not gonna come back to play in this league. He'll play one game. He's not gonna play. I'll give him one game. You. This is this is a pipe dream. This okay. is literally a pipe dream of yours. Can I see him as a coach? Uh, um, maybe, but I, I I barely see. Here's here's the thing, because I I barely see that happening either. Here's the thing, guys like Kobe, Shaq. Um, most of the guys who are on like the air, yeah, they've got rings, they've got jobs, yeah, and they've got millions and millions and hundreds, of, you know, tens of millions of dollars in the bank. They've got nothing to prove, and they've got something else they'd like to do that isn't as strenuous as playing basketball. Kobe, especially, because Kobe's accomplished more than most. That's right, true. yeah. Five rings. He's one of the he's one of the top five, top ten players in the history of the game. So with that said, why would he come back to basketball just to mess? I mean, okay, maybe for maybe as a goof, he shows up and plays like one piece of a game where he shoots like three or four shots. But I don't even know. I don't even see Kobe like really picking up a basketball anymore, like ever. I don't believe that. I don't. It's too I don't. To, to not pick up a basketball once in a while, just shoot around and work, work on his shot or something. Yeah, but now he's competing in something else. And think about this: like these guys who we're talking about in their late thirties, early forties, yeah. 
they're risking like more permanent injury. Which would just happen right now. Right. I mean, no, a little knee tweak is one thing, but well, like I think it's more serious than that. I think it's more like a like he was. I think he's out for like at least six or eight months. That's what I heard. Yeah, and mm-hmm. I don't know if they still have the same NBA style health coverage no. and health plan. Like all that stuff may come out of their own pockets now. I don't know if they have the same in- insurance. If they get hurt now. Now they have to pay for all those surgeries that they just went and got, like, when they were in the NBA for, for nothing. Like, well, they need to work. Then that's what they need to work on, too, a little health coverage for these players. A yeah, I'm not saying they don't have health coverage, but I don't know if, like, it's something where, like, if it's something they cause themselves by playing sports that somebody else just, like, pays for it. Now they're absolutely paying 100 you know, paying for at least a piece of it, right? Yeah. So... I can't see Kobe risking that, like with the knee surgeries that he's had and the Achilles surgery that he's had, like to go and risk damaging that all over again just for a pickup game where he's not really making any significant money. And he has a hobby that he already, well, now it's like a full-on career, like this thing he's doing that he really enjoys doing. Which he's really good at creating right. stories. Right, that's the other part of it. I think the dudes you're going to see in this league are dudes like Allen Iverson, Kenyon Martin, um, um, a couple of maybe Sebastian Telfair comes back. Like Kwame Brown come back to get laughed at. <laughs> but I, these these are the dudes I see playing. Like dudes who were in the league, made some decent money, right? Yeah. Maybe still sitting on a few million, but they really don't have anything else to do. You don't see them on television anymore. They're not really famous anymore. They're not really traveling anymore. Maybe they only retired because another team didn't pick them up. Somebody like Steven Jackson who could still be playing, but nobody's picked him up. Like, you know what I mean? Like, dudes who are, like, physically still in pretty good shape, still in game shape even. Maybe they've just been playing in China for a long time, and in their offseason they want to come over here, but they don't have any rings. They're comfortable money-wise, so money isn't really the big deal. But it's just for fun and pride. But it's literally – not even – well, pride maybe later, but it's they're literally just – we're watching a bunch of multimillionaires still play the game. And we're just watching them on like this, is like the weekend. It's like a pickup game. We we just it's like a weekend pickup game with the fellas, yeah. and all the fellas just happen to be semi-famous ex-professional ball players, and we get to watch them like still dunk the ball every once and again, <laughs> or or like make some ridiculous shot because the rules aren't that serious, and you know what I mean. I'm 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 happy to watch Allen Iverson play again. Yeah, that's, I think this is why they're crazy they're in the first place. You know, I saw an interview with Ice Cube saying, you know, when he saw Kobe's 60-point game, he's like, you know, man, this guy can still play. And then he's like, uh, you created a league like this where it's three-on-three. Hopefully he's not five-on-five. Because if it was five-on-five, we'll see, like, a lot of injuries and, shit and stuff. So, it, yeah, if it was three-on-three with this, he wanted to see players, like, out of the prime still play in the game and all that. It's not like it's crazy. I think they're going to make it less with the scoring, though. Probably, like, I think I heard it was from 60, and I was going to be, like, 50 or something like that. Because, you know, they just they want to make it quick and fast. And it's basically, like, four games in three hours or something like that. So it's going to be a lot of these games. And it's on live. Like, it was in the Barclay Center. It looked like it got a lot of great stuff from it, from the fans and everything. So it's just the beginning. We don't know how far it can go, but we know one thing. I think a lot of players will probably want to join the summer like people out of their prime just to play and, and have fun again and whatever but I still I still believe that it's going to be a way where you're going to see Kobe in this not maybe for one game but not not all game. maybe he'll coach I don't think he's going to pick the basketball up long enough 
longer than to throw it to somebody else who's actually out on the court. You don't see Michael. You only see Michael Jordan being part of this. No, no. I mean, see, I I can't rule it out, but I don't think that they'd play the whole. No, they won't play the whole game. Part they play like maybe half, and then just sit down. I'm not sure they'd put on like a costume, but like maybe okay. You know, it would be a funny game. Yeah. For the three picks to be Michael Jordan, Kobe Bryant, and Allen Iverson. Oh, Let that be your three. And then them them three versus everybody. And let's see what you got. What about if you have Magic, Jordan, and Bird on the same court? I would not want to see that game. <laughs> Magic and Bird look like grandfathers right now. Well, Bird more than Magic, actually. Magic still looks like he might be able to push. You know who looks like they can still play? Who? Dikembe Mutombo. Yeah, he can still play. I can like, see that. looking at him, like, when he's in these commercials and whatever, he still looks like he'll go out there and do get you 10 and 10. What about um, Hakeem? You think Hakeem will come back? Well, he's still tr- he's still teaching people. And he's still looking like he's in good shape. Because he's always teaching people. Yeah. He has a ranch. People come out there and learn from him. Like, he, he teaches them the moves and whatever. Yeah. So, I mean, I can imagine, like, a boxing instructor, if you ask him to get in the ring, yeah. he could get in there and do something. You know what I mean? I, you know, possible, but again, Hakeem has rings. He still like works with the works with uh, Houston with the Rockets real close. He still makes a lot of money teaching people his moves and teaching people how to play in the post. And you know, he's got something else to do. I think, like I said, the people who I think you're gonna see in this league are people who don't have anything else to do. I don't think Allen Iverson has anything to do. I don't think Kenya Martin has anything else to do. At most at Rip Hamilton, like most of these dudes who you'll see jumping in, I don't think they have anything outside of playing ball in like you know Japan or something. Al Harrington, I don't think these guys have anything to do. Al oh, Harrington, come on! Oh God, Al Harrington. I don't. Don't even like, remind me though. I'm talking about people who are out of the league, either by choice, or just by oversight. Okay, <laughs> Nate Robinson. Put Nate in, in. I'd love to see Nate play. Especially since I think he's he's gonna make a comeback and be in the league again. Al Harrington, though, you know, I didn't. What I didn't like about Al Harrington in the Knicks was the fact that he thinks he was like the best player on the court, and he take these ridiculous shots. Like, oh look, I'm gonna just take this shot, this shot, this shot, and then like, I I mean, I give him this. At least he give all he had on the court. You know, like when he's playing with them and everything. Same thing with like Steve Francis. You know, he was out of his prime already. Steve Francis, so it was like you know, he wasn't the athletic guy he was when he came into the league. And, Light it up with you could compare Russell Westbrook like Steve Francis, but more durable and, and more explosive, much more. Yeah, I mean, he was a decent defender too, so I'll give him that. But he had a better shot, I think, than Steve Westbrook. Brad, Steve, yeah, I think, yeah, yeah, better. I think he was a better shooter than shoot, Westbrook. He can shoot threes, but mm-hmm. he's not a guy that like Westbrook just can't shoot at all. But you know, speaking of which, also the award show was this week, and yeah. um, I saw part, you know, I saw most of it. Um, I think the Drake skits were kind of awkward and weird. Um, like the whole Stephen Curry and Alicia Curry thing, I was kind of weird. That describes you just described Drake's personality as I as I see it. Awkward and weird. Awkward and weird. I think he's an awkward and weird man. I mean, his date was the Warriors sideline reporter, uh, Roslyn Gold, and she's like, I mean, you know, I think he he always goes out with all these girls. He even had like a I don't know if he was being a troll or anything, but he was like, oh, I had a crush on um. Um, Doris Brooke, like, oh, I think she's a great woman in this and that. <laughs> that looks so awkward. He said that on television. And I think Doris Brooke was like, oh, I didn't even know he was talking about me like that and everything. 
Because you know she's like married and she has children, right? It's like mm-hmm. it's crazy stuff. But yeah, Drake, like you know, when he hosted the show, he's kind of himself and everything. It's awkward. And yeah, Nicki Minaj do the performance and everything, which is funny because she just got this on BET Awards by Remy Ma. So I was like, oh, I'm surprised she did a performance the next day. She didn't even go to the BET Awards, or if she was there, she just didn't say anything. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, uh, I think the awards were expected. I kind of expected um, the kid from. The Bucks, uh, Malcolm, uh, uh, man, I forgot his last name. He was a rookie though, and he won Rookie of the Year. I expected uh, most improved players to be Gaz Anakatumbo mm-hmm. uh, to be uh, most improved. Uh, defensive Player of the Year. I mean, you know, it had to be Draymond Green because if he just got robbed again, I'm just like, <laughs> he's never gonna win again. He's never gonna win Defensive Player of the Year. Hilarious. I know because Kawhi keeps winning, but then again, it's the Green now, so you know. Green's going to be that discussion, of course, being the Hall of Fame and all that stuff. He keeps winning and doing all this defensive stuff. Um, I get expected... Uh, actually, I didn't expect Sixth Man of the Year to be Eric Gordon. I thought it would be like Iguodala, but maybe because Iguodala didn't play a lot. Iggy wasn't consistent enough to get it. And that too, yeah. Even though he was in the starting line when, when uh, Durant was out, kind of, but he played with more minutes and stuff and stepped up. But then I also expected... Um, that would kind of negate his six-man status, though. Well, yeah. Like, he was actually starting yeah. when he was holding it down. Coach of the year, D'Antoni. I mean, I kind of make sense. Yeah. Think about it. I mean, he did make Barton become a different player within his system. And all. You know, he makes every point guard in that system look good. Like I was about to say, like, Jeremy <laughs> Jeremy Lin looked, looked like, like a, a, a god yeah. for, like, six, seven games yeah. messing around with D'Antoni. And also, like, look at it this way. If we were point guards and we played that Tony system, he make, make us look like we're, like, 20 and 10 or something because just a way of passing the ball out. Because Tony's dream of playing basketball is how the Warriors do it, except the Warriors have concepts of the triangle, have concepts of the motion offense, have right. concepts of every single type of offense ever invented in basketball, all meshed together, and you have intelligent players playing it. And also, like... That's the best why, shooting backcourt in the yeah, history of the game. Which that's what he would love to have. Like, mm-hmm. literally, that's the team that he would, the perfect team for him would be the Warriors. Like, mm-hmm. the defense they play also. Surrounded like, by shooters. By shooters and everything. Yeah. And just shoot a lot of threes and stuff. That's the perfect team for him. Mm-hmm. I always wanted to see LeBron with D'Antoni just to see if LeBron will be, like, on another level or something because of D'Antoni's system. Okay, it, it kind of looks like we're switching subjects, and that's good because I got a, I got an <laughs> idea. You know, Chris Paul just got traded. Yeah. Um, to the Rockets, yeah, which I guess would put Harden back at the two guard, which mm-hmm. is fine. Yeah, which is fine. It's- I mean, it's fine. But when I heard that trade, and it's actually a good transition because we're just talking about D'Antoni now. With the, mm-hmm. now you got Chris Paul coming in. Um, this whole combination with Harden and Paul in the backcourt. I mean, it, it it looks like it looks good, but we have to see it because Harden is the type of player where he likes to handle the ball a lot, mm-hmm. and also Paul too. So one of them is gonna have to take a step back. And I don't know who is it gonna be. Gonna be Harden. I mean, should it? You know, it's gonna be Harden. In a sense, it should be Harden. But Chris is the point. But Chris is. I know Chris is the point. But Chris is older. You know, he's not gonna. I don't think he's even play a lot of games as as he has in the past couple seasons. Harden is still young. He's like twenty. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you what I think I see coming. Yeah. You ready? Because Chris Paul only is only gonna play with the Houston Rockets for one year, right? Yeah. LeBron's um, only got one year left on his deal. Melo, Melo, I think he has. Out. He can opt out. He can opt that after this opt year. out after this year. So that's effectively one deal. Well, they one might year. get traded, which I heard. It, it, but even yeah. if they traded him, yeah. it was still they would still have to try and resign him. <clears throat> yeah. Which you know, which still leaves him eligible for anything after one year, and so does D Wade. I think those four are setting up to play someplace together. They play in New York, though. 
I, 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 I don't I don't know where. I think, I think it's New York. I, th- I think the way that Phil Jackson's out now and that they could just somehow be respectable this year with whatever they have, the system, GM, whoever. Mm-hmm. If it's Dave Griffin, I don't see, I don't know if LeBron would come to the Knicks, but there's a way that you can persuade him to come. Right. And get those other three to come too to play with Porzingis and the fr- and the French I, kid. I think I think what's happening right now mm-hmm. is all four of those dudes are setting up because right now it's the perfect storm. Yeah. Twenty eighteen, yeah. they are set up to all go someplace together, and then you know they're the like four best friends. They want to go to the East though. I think they just want to stay in the East. I don't think they want to face the Warriors to the finals if they're smart. Right. They want no, to and stay I, in the I can East, yeah. I can totally see that. Yeah. But LeBron, Melo, <clears throat> Chris Paul, and Wade. Yeah. I see them setting up to play someplace together. Like all at the same time. The one, the two, the three and the four with a five. I think they're all setting up to go someplace and, and mark my word, it's gonna be like the four horsemen and they're gonna come galloping in to try and dethrone the Warriors. The five will be Porzingis. With, 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 with Porzingis at the at yeah. the fifth, at yeah. the five, which is great for me because I think he can he can stretch the five out, he can hit the three, he can hit mid range, block shots, right? Rim protector basically. And, and I think I think him and LeBron, pretty good time. defense, yeah. pretty good lob status yeah. with with Chris Paul running the floor. Melo gets to be a gunner, you yeah. know what I mean? He yeah. can he can play with his back to the basket, but now Melo actually has people to pass to. Multiple people will pass to. Who will coach the team though? I they're talking about Mark Jackson. Do you think Mark Jackson will coach the, that team if they have a group like that? Together? I think I think you you need someone who the league respects, right? Yeah. Now you know who would make a great coach. Any coach that's ever uh, coached the Olympic team. Oh yeah, of course. Like you had uh, Tom Tolo who was there. You had um, Dan Tony was there too, actually as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have. Coach Jim Beheim from Syracuse. You know, mm-hmm. the combination of college coaches and Bay coaches, but they all respect these coaches. I think if so, I think if you get any college coach who knows how to mesh that talent together, Greg Popovich, right, which would be like probably the best. Yeah, pick up for if you have all five of them, whatever. That's never gonna happen. Know, like unless Pop- they go to play for the Spurs, that's yeah. never gonna happen. Yeah. So so what I what I see is I've heard Mark Jackson. Um, no, you don't think Jeff Horn's actually coached a team like that. I or think, you know, seen, we haven't seen a lot to see what horns. We don't, yeah, we don't have a big enough sample size. But it's not even, it's not even a matter of me being anti Hornacek. Like I wouldn't necessarily want him off the team. I mean, I, I just, we don't know him as because you know he was constructed with the triangle, and this and that. We right, really he's, he was he being is. made to yeah. play with the triangle, so, so I don't, I don't is, hold yeah. it against him. But <clears throat> my, my purpose for for this, if if I'm playing, if I'm thinking from the Knicks perspective, yeah. right, which I always am. <laughs> Uh, Mark Jackson is the guy who engineered a team that won 73 games. His development of players is got to be unquestioned because he took a team full of no number one draft picks and turned them into the most lethal squad we've seen since the Bulls, since the 96 Bulls. Yeah. So if that's the case, why wouldn't you trust that guy to just let him run the squad? He has respect for everybody who I just mentioned. He's a former point guard himself, so he knows what it takes. He would let Chris Paul do his thing. He would push LeBron to be great. He would, you know, Melo would now have everybody that he looks at is someone he can pass to. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think the biggest problem you'd have with that team is figuring out who's going to take the last shot. Or who's going to play off the bench. I mean, they're going to be old by 2018. They think, yeah. I don't think they got all play on the court together. 
knowing that you know the Warriors are gonna be laughing. They'll be like, oh, let's have a bunch of thirty five just run on, let's just run on them all game. Yeah, Basically, that's I mean, gonna happen. You could give it, a, you could give it a shot, but I don't. First of all, I don't, I don't think that's like just gonna happen that way, especially with Porzingis playing at the five. Well, yeah, because then that means that they can't really play. They could play that Hamptons five lineup, but the thing is, even with Durant center or whatever, you saw Porzingis with like seven three. And yeah, he, he can't. Just yeah, like, he's just gonna man. He's and he's handling man. the ball right now. Right, he's actually getting better at handling the ball, which I want to see now on the court. If he can actually handle the ball like a legit guard or something like that. Which and on his scary. IG, he's in the gym. Yeah, every day working out, so he's getting stronger. Yeah, he handles the ball like a guard, man. That is another level that I just to think hard to be guarding it. I just think if you take their former coach, <laughs> if you get let their former coach sit down with those four greats, right? Yeah, and you take the players that they have now, their starting five now, you turn that into the bench. So now the bench is strong. Like, you actually have a bench because they got the guys who, you know what I mean? They yeah. got Willie Herman Gomez, Kyle Quinn. You got the, the our international players that are smart and they're, not, they're unselfish. So they, right. they play a system or whatever. So and fine. there's development. There's <clears throat> yeah. development. You let Mark Jackson get his hands on those guys before it goes too far left, before they start picking up all kinds of terrible habits. And here's a good thing about it. Like, if that ever happens, though, um, the, the French kid, Frank, I got to stop calling him the French kid. I got to call him Frank. I'm just calling him Frank for now. Frank. Yeah, which they misspelled his last name, too, which is, like, the most nick thing you can possibly do on the jersey <laughs> for some reason. I don't know why and they misspelled it. But, yeah, Frank, he's only, like, going to be, like, 20 years old. So he's still going to be really, really young. And you learn somebody from Chris Paul or Dwayne Wade, LeBron, these guys, you learn from them, and you build it up with Porzingis. Like, these guys can be good in the next couple of years. Then, I wouldn't that. even be mad at Derrick Rose coming off the bench. <sighs> Rose, I'm not man. mad at yo when Derrick Rose is not. I don't like Derrick Rose anymore. You've never liked Derrick Rose because he all he does is score, but he doesn't defend. He's like I told you, he's like a jacked up Raymond Felton. You let, That's what he is. You let coach get his hands on that because I trust Mark Jackson with defense. Mark Jackson played defense. Mark Jackson was a great defensive guard. He was a lock you up style guard. So I trust Mark Jackson to coach defense as opposed to trusting Paul. Rambus. <laughs> Paul Rambus. You can't even say his name without <laughs> laughing. Like Paul Rambus as a defensive coordinator for a team that does not play defense. Kurt Rambus. Kurt Kurt Rambus. Paul, whatever. Rambus. You can, call him, you can just call him the Rumbus. Just call him Kurt Rumbus. I don't know if he's still going to be there, but I, I definitely <laughs> I don't think he's going to be there. I think they're going to clean the house. Because I, I don't want him to be there for like the next 15 years and be the new Herb Royals. No, because uh, our was there for like 15 years for no reason with all of these coaching staffs, and then they finally let him go, and he's with Liberty now. I don't want he? to, yeah, he's with Liberty now. I didn't know that. I didn't know where Herb went to. Right, he's helping out developing Tina Charles. It's like we don't really talk about the Liberty, but sometimes I feel like they've been neglected, and it's like they're actually good. They're not with the Knicks or Nets. Oh, the WNBA in yeah. in, in NBA. Yeah. Total has been neglected to a certain extent. And yet you have good teams, and it's actually getting better in the league. Like you're getting a lot of women that are actually playing better than ever. You know That's what? The, you know what? I think just the problem is people mm-hmm. just want to see athleticism. They and don't the women, the, ball. the women, right? The yeah. women don't have that level of athleticism. They yeah. skill fundamentals, absolute well, pass and shooting, totally. Yeah. But the freak athleticism that we're used to seeing from the guys when they jump up and you don't know what's going to happen, like when LeBron throws the ball off the backboard and then jumps up and dunks it or yeah. some Tracy McGrady type stuff. Like, that's what sells. I still can't believe he's not in the finals, man. He did a bat and passed himself in the finals. Like, that's, I've never seen that before. I just can't believe it worked. I know. Like, like, he was trying to 
trying to pass it, so he's just like, oh, I can't. So I'm just but like, and he was elevating the air for a good like yeah. five seconds. Like it was incredible elevation. He was in a good five seconds. He was like elevating, and then he passes it up, and then he did the dunk. I'm and like, then wow. jumped all the way back up, caught it, two hands slammed it in. Like that is um. He did like a legit Kobe thing, like when Kobe did in the playoffs one time, it was just like backboard off, and then he just went back and dunked it. Cause I, I, I see. I, Tracy McGrady was the oh, first person boy, I ever yeah. saw to do that, but yeah. that was like his signature move. You yeah. never know when you never knew when he was gonna pull that out. We did that in the All Star game. They did that in the regular game. Mm-hmm. It was like, yeah, yeah Tracy McGrady, McGrady played All Star basketball all the time, <laughs> which is why he, which is why he's probably gonna go in the Hall of Fame. And first of all, you ever did pass yourself in a game or in the regular game or whatever? That's just disrespect to the opponent, basically. You're just disrespecting them. Or it's be disrespectful. We did it on a fast break, no one in front of you, and you just put it up like that. And right. You put it up. That's disrespectful. I think that's him. even more disrespectful. I think passing it to yourself in the course of a game. Yeah. That kind of just means you got stuck and you didn't have anybody else to pass it to. But if you do it on the fast break. But if you do it on a fast yeah, break yeah. and there's nobody around, that's that's you <laughs> giving the whole team your, your behind the kiss. Yeah. So but, that's um, like, it's crazy stuff. In, in my opinion, if I had to guess, because everybody's talking about Melo's going to take a buyout and go play in Cleveland, I don't, think that's, I don't think that's going to happen because, well, first of all, I don't think he's going to the Rockets because he can't stand D'Antoni. Well, that's what I was thinking about too. I'm like, people are talking about, oh, you should go to the Rock. You don't know that Tony's there, right? He just fired yeah, him like, like a few he, years ago. He cannot stand Mike D'Antoni. And Chris Paul is only going to be there for one year. Yeah, and that's why this whole backcourt thing, and talk more about Chris Paul and free agency, but like, Paul, I don't know if they fit with Harden because I thought, like we said before, I'm going to take a step back. But then for me, I feel like Paul should be taking the second step back. When does Noah's money come off the books? That's like three years. Damn. <laughs> We're not, no one wants that contract. Because we need that money to... Um, Unless you want to just buy out Noah. I would. I would buy him out, give him all his money, get him off the roster, get him off the books, and put and then put new money towards... No one doesn't care about the money thing either. Like, he has a, a $3.6 billion franchise. Mm-hmm. Money's not an issue. Nah. Like, so if I was him... Just buy him out. If I was him, 2018, all four of these dudes are up, everybody's open... Just think about LeBron then went to the Knicks though. Like literally the the, the three point six billion that's worth of the team will be up to like six. Which is why seven. which is which is why I think Dolan would do it. He would do it because of the money too. Yeah. Right. Like, literally LeBron made Cleveland have like a two point whatever. He goes to New York, he's gonna be like six or mm-hmm. more in that. That's incredible. And which one of these guys would not like to play in New York? Like Imagine they all get to finish their careers together in New York. Well, that's why everybody says when they say, you know what, let's just spend my year in New York, have a good one year, and then just retire. Yeah, but I can I can see those dudes <laughs> going for two two years each with with each of them. Two years each, we get we wrap up the 2018 2019 season with two championships, and then they ride off into the sunset. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I mean that would be the perfect scenario. Which one of which one of them has not had a max deal yet? They all have max deals. They've all had max deals before, right? Yeah. Well, Wade actually not Wade didn't have a max deal. Wade never had. Wade okay. Took a pay cut. Right. But then he had a max deal with the Bulls with like two years or whatever, and then he right. opted in. So you you get you get everybody gets their money, but nobody's money hungry because everybody's had their money. Well, yeah, I think Mel just wants to win the title because he'll be like we already know he's gonna be in the Hall of Fame. Everybody knows he's gonna be in the Hall of Fame. Just all four of those guys are gonna be in the yeah, Hall of Fame. Just need a ring to like. Part of that ring because then you'll be part of an exclusive group. Actually, Melo gets a ring, you'll be part of the Magic Johnson and Jordan group. When the sense where they won a title in college, they won a title in the NBA, and they also won, won Olympic, Olympic gold, gold. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wayne and LeBron will never be part of it, right? So that will be an right. exclusive right. group, actually. right? Yeah. And um, Melo, I, I, I honestly believe that what's happening right now, just the way the numbers are setting up, yeah. Melo's gonna kick it. 
He's not going to go anywhere. He's going to chill. Porzingis is going to develop. Frank's going to develop. Things are going to, you know, little things happening here and Although there. Although he, this Porzingis saying that Porzingis supported the triangle of Parker Collins yeah, but I, I don't, I don't, I don't. I think he he supports Mellow. He's he's down with Mellow. He's ready to rock with whatever Mellow does. He loves Mellow, so I think Mellow sticks around. I think when the time comes this next year, all three of those guys are up. I think first of all, LeBron would love to win a ring in New York. I don't know if he would love to win. I think he would love because you gotta also remember. Forget about. Forget about the check that the Knicks cut. This is the media capital, the endorsements, the opportunities that they could get playing here together. Just the marketing money alone would be worth billions. You think you think it'd be increasing salary for everybody if LeBron just comes? Yes. The world, the city, everybody in the city works. They all get increased salary for LeBron. I think. Cleveland, but I, I think. I think he comes here. <laughs> yeah. His fame and stardom go to another level. Also, he goes to every single Yankee game he wants because he's like a Yankee fan. I mean, everybody else. dude, he becomes he be, him, Melo, Chris Paul, and D Wade all playing here at the same time. All they got it. Well, no, I was gonna say all they have to be is decent, but that's a lie. They got to get a chip. No, all four no. of those dudes playing together, yeah, they yeah, got to get, yeah, get a chip. They can't. Yeah, can't, they can't, can't just be decent. They got to get a chip. That to be great too. Right. That Warriors great. Otherwise, it's gonna be. Uh, but I think I think when you when you have a team like that where everyone can shoot, all all five of your starters can shoot, all five of your starters can go to the basket, all five of your shirt, your your all five of your starters can pass. Yeah. And and assist. I think that's a team like that's a, like that's like an all star team. You literally have an all star team. You have like an Olympic all star team, and then you get Mark Jackson, who's a defensive minded dude who can also develop your younger players and has the respect of you know the vets. Yeah, I think you're looking at a pretty pretty impressive squad. I mean, it's an impressive squad, but you also they're old. That's the only thing. They were like five years before, and they look great. They look great because they'd be like. 30, I mean, 29, 30, 28. Like, that's good. But they're going to be old. So I don't know how it's going to fit exactly. That's a question right now. Well, it doesn't really look like they're slowing down that much. Wade looks like he's slowing down more than everybody else. And he barely played last year. So I'm looking at him being way more fresh than he was last year. That's true. But it's just like. It's gonna depend also on this. They're not gonna be how long are they gonna be playing together on the court during the regular season? Because they're gonna be games where they're gonna be taking a day off. One president takes a day off. Two people of course. take a day off. It'd be like of three people with the team. Because they're gonna make they're gonna make playoff runs, and LeBron's already set that precedent, so there's nothing to even be embarrassed. And he needs to stop complaining about not winning MVP because you can't just be taking day off and thinking, oh, I'm gonna win MVP, but I'm taking like ten games off a season. Mm-hmm. You can't win MVP like that if you're taking ten games off. Facts. Like you, you, you just I don't understand why LeBron gets mad. Like, oh, I don't want to let me be in this and that, and I do this and that for the team. But you take days off. You can't do that if you're going to win MVP. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and it's just like, I don't know, it's, it's a good scenario. Maybe I could see that happen in New York, but that's only if New York can be respectable in, like, this season. Can they at least be relevant where people want to come and play and not? But the only problem is that James Dolan's still there. Like, that's the only problem they have, really. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, how are they going to fix that scenario where he looked – he made Charles Oakley look bad. Like you gotta fix that scenario with him too, because th- now it's like, how how is he gonna repair that relationship with Oakley, so they could be on the same page, move forward, maybe they work together, this and that. 
but he may look bad in a lot of television. Well, see, that would be a reason why they may not all come to play for New York. I think one way or the other, they're all going to play together. I think that's the goal. I think 2018, the goal is for all of them to play with each other and, and, and go go make a run for a ring with each other. I mean, I can see that happening, but but it's going to depend, like I said, on Dolan, because Dolan is the owner. So a lot of people don't like him in the league. They they, they dislike him for how he's treating players. They just yeah, they just cut Phil Jackson, like for God's that, sakes. That would be that would be something that I think they would overlook in order to play with each other. Especially to play with each other in this market. You just overlook the owner. And most players don't like owners. I mean, I mean some of them do. They mean some owners are respectable. Like only owners that I know who get love like that <laughs> Dallas. That the, yeah, yeah, the Mavericks and the Lakers or the Clippers with the uh, uh, and I, right I the, the, his name. the dude from the Clippers and right who's, who used to be Microsoft but that's stuff, that's yeah. it I don't even know who the other owners are like that like that but it's like you, you want to play you want to play with guys like that because they go almost most games they always want to win you know you want to be with those type of people and stuff and and it's t- kind of hard to find owners like that mm-hmm. um, I mean I can see a scenario where LeBron becomes an owner of a team in the future. Just don't know which team yet. I mean, if it was New York, that'd be interesting. But I'm like, I oh, doubt God. it. I wish because he, he takes off James Dolan and he comes owner of New York and he makes the team good and relevant all that stuff. Oh that'd my be interesting. God, that would be so. But I think he wants to buy Cleveland, in my opinion. Somewhere uh, Spike Lee is just like <laughs> he hears his name being called. Spike Lee does never want to be owner of a team. I'm not sure I would want Spike to own the team. I think, I think he'd be like Mark Cuban, but worse. I think Spike Lee is almost that close to like the Knicks fan thing. Like he's been there for like mad years. I think the new new person that's gonna be there rooting for the Knicks for the next whatever years would be uh, Leslie Jones, because I think I think she's gonna be the one where she supports everything, even Porzingis and all that stuff. And um, she's like in every game. You, you, basically, when you see her, she's like always there. Chanting this and that. She was on the mm-hmm. cover with Porzingis, one of the ESPN magazine stuff, doing a behind the scenes shoot and all that. So, I can see that happening, because you know it's like the new millennium era. So she's probably part of that era and all that stuff. So it kind of makes sense. I can see that. Um, also, this little girl that used to be on Girl Meets World. I forgot the main character's name. I could definitely see her being because she's like a passionate Knicks fan, like a really passionate Knicks fan. So How like, would she ever own the team? Well, I don't know if she owned the team, but she'll be one of those, like... Because, you know, it's always, like, a team. There's always that fan, like Jack Nicholson with, with the Lakers. Oh, he's going to be in every single game. Chinese players. He went to every Kobe game, this and that. Kobe, when he was young, too, talking to him about the whole Laker way and everything. So, like, there's always that one fan that's going to be there. So, I'm trying to figure out who the next fan will be for the Knicks. If it will be Leslie Jones, it will be this little girl, it will be whatever. Because Spike Lee is, like, that... Point. I know he's getting old, so it's like yeah, but next he's guy. younger than Jack Nicholson, so <clears throat> he is. We we got a long time before that. Yeah, pops Jack Nicholson is really old. He's been there the whole time. He shows time. up every game, like he's there for all. The he might have been there since the Magic Johnson years. Pro- probably. I mean, that guy, like, he's seen a lot of Lakers stuff. He's seen all these players and stuff, so it's crazy stuff, man. Just you, you gotta feel like those people that are fans are lucky because they have their careers and they go to these games and it's like whatever. Mark my words, just hear what I'm telling you. Oh God, LeBron, Melo, CP3, and D Wade are trying to play together before their careers are over, and they've all made great money, and now it's just a matter of playing with each other. And we already saw what happened when LeBron and Wade played together. These are the same dudes who go on vacations together and 
rent boats together and kick it with their wives together. Like, mark my words. They are looking to play somewhere together to finish their careers out. And I, I, I started to think it was going to be in L.A. I started to think that. But L.A. is doing too good with their draft picks. But it depends, though. It could be L.A. because of Lonzo Ball. Right. No, there's there's still a, ch- a chance. That there's a better LA. chance of it being in L.A. New York because of Lonzo Ball. It's it's possible, but where, where are you going to put C.P.? No, that's Lonzo's the point. Somebody's got to come off the bench and you get to play all. You got to have all those people together. So that's what I'm saying. Tell you because Lonzo, he's the type of guy where he makes everybody around him better. Yes, his dad's like a promoter. He's like a WWE type of promoter who can promote whatever, and he's actually perfect for WWE. If you ever had a job there, but like Lonzo is a type of guy where he can really, he's really unselfish player, and he's. Uh, I don't expect him to get like great stats in his first year with the Lakers. I think he's gonna be that type of guy where he's like. 12-8 or something like that. or Maybe 12-10 and 10 for all we know. But I don't think he's going to score a lot. Mm-hmm. But And he has a good shot too, so he's got to work on that. But yeah, like he's, a, he's like he's a smart kid and knows what he's doing on the court. And if he plays the way they're playing on the Lakers and they grow as a team with Brandon Ingram and Julius Randle and him, it's almost like... I also have Brooke Lopez too, who they traded for. So it's like... Yeah, I forgot that. I forgot that he's over there. Yeah, they have a decent group. So it's like, if they play well, they have a chance of actually getting LeBron and Melo and all these people more because LeBron's not going to... If LeBron goes to the Lakers, he's not going to be the face of the franchise. We know who the face of the franchise is going to be. It's going to be a ball. And if ball is the face of the franchise, LeBron's going to be the one who's taking a step back. And he knows that. It's not going to be LeBron, this and that. Like, he's... Of course, we're going to be talking about him because LeBron James and everything goes to Lakers, but really it'll just be Lonzo Ball's team. I just think I just think New York has more marketing dollars. I think New York is like a bigger market. We could you could say that, but you look at it right now. I think sometimes the brand itself in a larger city doesn't matter. You see a lot of these players branding themselves about being New York or LA or Chicago or any of that. They're still doing fine. Oh yeah, no, but the money's here. That's true. Like the money is definitely here. The jersey sales are here. The the interviews and opportunities, all that stuff is here. So I see all four of them closing out their careers on like the biggest stage possible. And if they were the dudes who resurrected the Knicks and brought a championship in for the first time in 40 plus years, dude, that's like legendary. Speaking of which, though, and this is why maybe that branch is going to New York now. With the firing of Phil Jackson, which was a surprise, I thought it was like a fantasy world. I'm like, oh. I thought somebody was made, I thought it was being trolled. <laughs> I thought it was a dream. I was like, is this real? And then this happened. People this, are like, Mech, you're a Knicks fan, right? You heard yeah. they fired Phil Jackson. I was like, man, if you don't get off my phone talking that nonsense, <laughs> stop trying to troll. Like, come on, bro. That's not even funny. I'm a Knicks said, fan for real. It's not funny. And then I went and, like, like Twitter trending, ESPN front page, blood pressure medicine front page, like, oh, Spike Lee on the paper, like, with his hands up saying, like, it's good. Like, all of a sudden, Phil Jackson is after three years. Dude, awesome business. I woke up feeling brand new after I heard that. I was hearing it, though, on the Freddie Coleman show I seen the night before, thinking about, oh, James Owen trying to see if he's going to fire him or something like that. It's supposed to be a Wednesday morning. It's supposed to find out if it's true and everything. And then Roman Shel- uh, Ramona Shelburne. She said uh, on Twitter that uh, he was fired and everybody got surprised and everything and then everybody talked about it. Stephen like Smith out of vacation comes on first take and all excited about this and everything. But it's like, oh, he doesn't know where Jeff Hornsack's going to be there. 
like season because Mark Jackson might come in. We don't know that for sure. But I don't thing is I don't think they should fire Hornacek because of the whole thing. Because you know, already, you're already paying Derek Fisher, you're already paying Phil Jackson. Like the whole coaching thing, you just gotta stick it out with Hornacek and see what happens. Like if he does good this year with the group that he has, wherever they get in free agency from maybe Jeff T to to two way player like PJ Tucker or whatever, mm-hmm. and they play good. You know, maybe it changes everything. Maybe they become a playoff team with like a six or seven seed with Porzingis. Go in and see what happens. Here it's open. Because I think, because Hornets a good shooter and he's also defensive Miami. He defended Michael Jordan for God's sake. So it's very hard to defend a guy like that on the court. Yeah, but you Miami. can't you can't tell that he's got any defensive acumen by how his team plays. Well, yeah, they play, well, the Utah Jazz, yeah, they were good and everything. But like, he's a good shooter. We know he's great. He's one of the three point shooters we've seen, and it'll be good for Porzingis to learn from somebody known to do that and to expand his game and they also talk about or they rave about Frank uh, the player that they drafted who's becoming like a smart kid he's a smart kid on what he's doing his defense they predicted him to be a great defender so we'll see if that happens the only question now is if he can stay healthy because right now he's not going to play in the summer league because of that knee soreness that he had oh yeah that's right so we don't know he's going to play Saturday but hopefully he plays in one of these summer games so we can find out what he really do on the court and you don't want to you know like kill time because this is a guy who needs as much playing time as possible you know his defense is going to be there but mm-hmm. see his offense is going to go you know and I think it's better if you draft a player who's defensive minded than somebody who's offensive minded in my opinion because they can develop their shot and they can develop right. that like Patrick when he was with the Knicks he was defensive minded didn't have a shot but Pat Riley worked with him on the shot. And he was then he developed good. some footwork, and he yeah. got with Hakeem, and got the footwork together, and the next yeah. thing you know, he's shooting threes. Paul George, he was mm-hmm. a defensive mind coming to the league. He developed his offensive game. Now he's like a, at least a, a good two-way player. Jimmy Butler, same thing. He, he, in the summer, he went to some, some you know, those barn houses or whatever, with no electricity, whatever, trained for like two months in the summer, and he got good. Kawhi Leonard. Kawhi Leonard, like, literally watched, Poster child for that. watched film of Kobe and Jordan, all these guys developing the fadeaway, all this shots, getting to his spots, and he's now he has an all-around offensive game. Like, it's it's just these little things, and it's like, for Porzingis and, and, and Frank and whoever's coming, they just got to develop that chemistry with the Knicks, and then maybe, maybe, we will see these Paul, Wade, Melo, I'm telling you, because those four dudes happen. already have chemistry. They already have chemistry. They're already friends. And they already played on the Olympics together and they already kick it with each other in their spare time. One of them's got to play off the bench, though. Or maybe two of them will play off the bench. Yeah, it doesn't really matter. Like, you know, size it up, figure it out. They're still, like, lethal. Any any two of them on, on one team is, is a definite problem. But I can see that happening. You know, speaking of free agency, though, I mean, a lot of stuff has been happening now. So we're going to play a buy or sell thing here based on what I have. The Warriors can lose Biggie due to tax concerns. Buy keep him. Stuff. Keep him. Keep him. All right, so we'll do a we'll do yeah we'll do a keep or let him go. Pelicans think Reese Holiday will lower free agents. You think that's gonna happen? Which Holiday? Uh, Drew Holiday. Nah, I don't think that's gonna happen. I think they have more problems too. I think I think um I know the Knicks were talking about getting him so he could play with his brother. Yeah, I think that's gonna happen. I mean, unless Holiday wants to stay here and develop his stuff. Which I think he might. Bogus slayed the hit free agent market Saturday. Where do you think he goes? Who? Bogus. <laughs> Cavs are not signing him back after what happened, like the first, what, like a yeah, minute or something he's injured? Poor bastard. It's just crazy how he got injured since he's on the court. 
I just, I'm going on the court, guys. Yeah, poor so Baffin. Poor, there. poor dude. <laughs> I don't know where he goes. I don't know either. Who needs the center? Warriors? On cheap deal? Uh, I don't know if the Warriors need him necessarily. I mean, they got McGee. They got Wade. And Zsa Zsa. Yeah, they got, uh, maybe they'll sign him back or maybe they'll find somebody else. They did draft that 6'9 player who could, who could be good right. it looks like. So, I don't know. Anything could happen, but... You know, it's funny. If you get drafted by the Warriors, them winning the title, like, there's no pressure on you to be good, but you just don't want to impress. At all. You just don't want to impress them just so you got playing time and stuff. Uh, Rudy Gay to host free agency meetings. OKC is interested. I'd love that. The OKC? I think I can see him being the Cavaliers, to be honest. And they do some trade pieces and they get Rudy Gay or something like that. Come off the bench or start or anything. I, I, I like him better with Westbrook. Well, he doesn't. he's not as fast as Westbrook. No. But who plays the two? He has to develop his shot, though. He's good, but he just the people compare him to Dwayne Wade. Like you gotta calm down here. Like he just came <laughs> into the league and everything. Like he's got to develop a shot first, and he's gotta be able to finish more. Paul George keeps busy recruiting despite the Lakers and this and that rumors. You think he's gonna recruit in the offseason to play the Pacers, even though he's gonna leave? And he said it. I think he's gone from the Pacers. I don't know. If, I don't know if recruiting is what's happening. I think what we're seeing is. For the first time, players are like really all on that LeBron wave, where they're not they're not sitting around waiting for GMs to make the move. They're making them themselves, and they're talking to their super talented homeboys to come play with them. Yeah. So I think that's what we're seeing when people are sitting there talking about um, he's recruiting. Well, he's not re- just because they're just because him and another player are talking doesn't mean that they're planning on going to the Pacers. You dig what I mean? Yeah. He could be. They could be talking about any team. They just decided that they want to play together, which is how I'm taking it. Like, listen, I want to play with you. You want to play with me. We think together we can go get some rings. Let's figure out the best team for both of us where we can both get the money we want and the playing time we want, and we can do our thing. Like, let's just play together. So that's what I think is happening. Clips focus on bringing uh, Griffin back. Think that's gonna happen? Eh, where else is he going to go? I don't know. I mean, I can see him go OKC. I can see him go to some team in the East, maybe. Okay, see, ain't bad. Boston. Okay, see, ain't bad. Because he's really athletic. I mean, he's healthy. But the thing is, you need a second score for Westbrook. Mm-hmm. You know, Griffin right there. He could put him over. He could put them over the top a little bit. But he could definitely do some extra damage in um. Boston. In Boston too. You're right. Yeah, because Boston, they definitely need that for Isaiah Thomas. At least it'll be a mismatch then for him to play against LeBron or whatever. And be able to those alley oops will be crazy. Yeah, definitely. I mean, the team's got pieces. They just need to find a star or somebody. Uh, mutual interest between Knicks and Jeff T. You think they'll sign Jeff T? I can see it. I can see it, but is that gonna hinder Frank's development, or is it gonna make him better as a, as a player playing a guy who who's a good point guard? It's not a great point guard. He's a good point guard. Score and pass the ball and everything. Uh, we'll see. What about okay? Reddick not returning to the Clippers. That's probably gonna, smart. What do you think he's gonna end up though? Hmm? He's on the side shooting guard to shoot threes, but that's pretty much it. Like he just shoot threes. He has developed a ball handling, but not like at the rate you know you see. Maybe the Lakers. I can see him go to the Warriors. On no, cheap deal. For one year, get a ring. If you have Reddick there, that's changed everything to them. Yeah. Literally, because they just shoot threes then. Rockets are though trying to add Paul George. You think that's going to happen? You know, they got Chris that Paul. would actually be smart for them, so I can see that. More than Melo, right? Yeah. Well, yeah, totally, because they run a lot more. Yeah. 
And um, but but the Rockets really weakened their bench. They gave away a lot of pieces to get Paul George. Yeah, I know the Clippers have more depth right now and really trade Paul, but they have a lot more depth and they got the first round pick. Yeah, so, so when, they can get a point guard. It's usually a win-win for both teams, actually, in my opinion. Because the Rockets, at least, they got a ball handler, another point guard could be a playmaker and could play off each other, and, and they just need a team. Mm-hmm. Okay, what about then Durant plans to resign afterwards, make offseason moves? You think he's going to wait it out? get everybody first then sign yep no 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 i think he's gonna sign just to show that he's down and then go tell everybody like yo whatever now i think those conversations are already being had i don't think durant wants to upset the chemistry at all i don't think he wants to bring in a new dude i think he wants to rock with this exact team and keep it just like this so once perry gets that max contract which everybody expects because he thinks like they he deserves it for all the pain Mm -hmm. he had me how he is as a player right now which he does yeah LeBron will never join Clippers. You think you see that? Well, not that Chris Paul is out. You won't see that happening. Nah, nah. I'm telling you, those four. I think they set up to play together. I think that's the well. Everybody says if they all four want to play together, it will be in New York. I mean, that's what most people are saying. So is that what's being said? I mean, I said that actually. Nick Wright said that on Fox a few, uh, so I think a year ago or something. Like all that money and all that cash thing that Nick said. Oh, let's sign all. Or them and play together and this and that. I think it would be the smartest move for everybody involved. Yeah, sure. All right. What about uh, let's see? Celtics are trying to land Hayward and George. I don't think that I mean, they had a chance to get yeah. land Hayward. I don't know that land George though. Yeah, yeah we'll see. Too too soon to. I, I'd like to see how that played out. I don't have a, really have an answer. Westbrook open to signing extension. He should be. He should. I mean, because the way is he going? They don't have anything yet. They just drafted like all point guards. Man, Johnson would love to have a guy like Westbrook on his team. Yeah, but they need other pieces. He can't just and and I don't I don't know. Nobody knows what Lonzo's gonna do yet. That's true. What about Wall recruiting George to DC? There we go. That's that's Wall, Beal, and George, Nene in the five. Yeah. Yeah. That's a squad. Yeah, that's a pretty good squad. Actually, I mean, Wall and George have been friends for like a while. Anyway. That is a squad. So, Uh, the Nets better hope they get him. They Nets. need all the help they can get. They need a lot of help because they got no picks at all. So D'Angelo Russell and Lynn. But the thing is, that I hope Lynn's got to stay healthy. That's the only thing. Like it could work maybe, but Lynn's got to stay healthy. I'm just glad we passed on Lynn when we had the chance. I didn't see it at the time, but now it's like a blessing in disguise. Lynn's like a six man to me. I don't think he's like a starter. I, don't think I believe it. Say, oh, you know, you know, you could start and make plays and stuff like that. I think he's a guy who just come off the bench, give you a little spark, and that's it. Yeah, I think Lynn's sanity is over. I remember a few years ago when they said Larry, Larry Brown said that he's not a starter, he's like more of a six man. So it is what it is. All I right. agree. All right, so that's enough of the NBA free agency. We've got a little bit of time here. The NFL 100 top 100 players came out. And it's funny how they ranked. Let's see here. The lists. They, they, I know one thing though. They ranked Tom Brady number one. Last year was number two. So it's, I wasn't expecting, like, you know, that was going to happen. I mean, we've seen it from his play he did last year that all the players, this is based on... Who is he number two to? Let me see. I'm going to check this right now because I could have sworn it was either a defensive player or it was an offensive player. Let me check. Offense. Not the Blitz. Let me go to 
It's just surprising though, cause, cause to me, um, you know, Brady's done what he's done. You know, he's done all this stats and and all this stuff and, and the, the accolade nine number one. Number two is Von Miller, the Broncos. I guess it makes sense because he's kind of cooked the right. game. Yeah. Right. Julio Jones number three. Uh, okay. Impact Antonio Brown number four. Okay. You know, I, I, you know, his production and everything. Uh, Kale Mack. The Raiders linebacker. Mm-hmm. I know it's kind of weird to see a linebacker being top ten. Not before Odell Beckham. Yeah, because Aaron Rodgers number six right now. Which Not is before weird. none of them are before Aaron Rodgers. Ezekiel Elliott number seven. You know he's got a good offensive line. That sounds about right. I mean, it does, but he's he got a great offensive line. One of the best. I mean, literally, we can run the ball probably through the offensive line. Uh, yeah, of course you have Odell Beckham Jr. number eight, Le'Veon Bell. They have Matt Ryan. You know, this list is, looks looks like it's decent enough, but I'd probably change some things around. Uh, I would say Matt Ryan should be up higher than Aaron Rodgers only because of the quarterback in the league, and then you have wide receivers running back second in that. And that's just me. I can dig it. Nah, I, I, Aaron Rodgers definitely needs to be way further up. It's an interesting football season, though. We're going to see if this list actually makes sense at the end of it and see if Brady is number one and Bob Bell number two, who is number three. But, you know... That's going to do it for today's show, guys. Uh, we talked a lot NBA, you know, football. We'll definitely discuss that more throughout the summer. Right, I'll talk about bat, uh, baseball from my perspective because I've been watching Yankees and the Mets, and it's just been a lot of interesting stuff happening. So awesome coming up. But that's going to do it for today's show, guys. You can follow us on Twitter and Facebook. On Twitter, we have at Slash uh, Slash Daniel Sixty. You can follow me at More Than Ten. Um, M-R-M-E-C-C Mr. Mech Instagram and Twitter See you soon